Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, we are going to talk about how to scare women to get them insanely attracted to you. How to scare women to get them insanely attracted to you. Now, you may have clicked on this one because you're like, what the hell, scare women to get them attracted to you? This makes no sense. Well, it's actually a really fascinating psychological phenomenon that happens in the minds of women that I'm going to explain. It's based on this really cool psychology experiment that I learned while in college. And this actually kind of got me started down this path was this psychological experiment that I heard. And at this time, I finally realized that you can do certain things to get women more attracted to you. This was kind of the first seed that was ever put into my brain that this kind of thing is possible. And from the get-go, it absolutely fascinated me. I was like, whoa, you can really do these kinds of things to elicit attraction in another human being? And the answer most definitely is yes. I mean, I've spent the last 15 plus years just learning all the different types of ways to get into psychological rapport and build attraction in a woman without her even really knowing it consciously. Because attraction isn't a choice and it's basically a chemical experience. And of course, we don't necessarily have control, at least not consciously, over the chemicals that are released into our brain. Before I jump into the content, wanna let you guys know yet again that my free one-on-one breakthrough session where you and I jump on a Zoom call together is available. I just got an email from a client in my three-month coaching program, which of course the Zoom call, we're going to talk about that program on that call. I'm going to see if I can help you and if you coming into the program would make sense both for you and for me. Just had a client email me a picture of him with this beautiful girl. He's like, brother, thank you so much. You know, Before hiring you, I hadn't dated a girl in like 10 years. I was absolutely in a dry spell, would spend holidays alone be alone in my bed, you know, just wishing I had a woman there, that female energy. And now I'm getting dates. Look how beautiful this girl is. I yanked her really quickly off a cold approach. And it's just great to hear, man. It's great to help out you guys, not only on the podcast, but more especially when you join my program because we become friends and it's like helping out a little brother or a cousin or my best friend, really. So I feel like I got a bunch of best friends out there. If you jive with me, I know I jive with you, man. And it's a shame that we haven't met yet if we haven't, but you have the opportunity to make that happen. I I don't know who you are, but I know you know who I am and you have the power to meet me because I wanna meet you, bro. Like I'm telling you, dude, I wanna meet you, but I can't like find you. So you gotta find me, put in your application. Let's hang out, bro. Let's hang out. And I'm telling you, I can help you. I don't care what situation you have. I have helped the hardest cases, mostly including me. I was the hardest case that I've ever seen. Agoraphobic, suicidal, couldn't go outside, couldn't look at a girl, let alone go talk to one, cheated on by my first girlfriend. A complete beta cuck of the nth degree. It was absolutely ridiculous. So if I could do it, boys, you most definitely can. And as some of you know, I do use NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, to reprogram your brain so you can think like I think and you know, I used to think like a lot of you guys think, and now I think like a natural thinks. It's just a, it's just a belief system, man. And what is belief system? BS. It's just an illusion. So why not put the ones we want in there to get the results that we want, and really, to get us back to our inherent natural self-esteem. So that's what I do. 
jump on that call by going to coachmarksing.com, click on coaching, read through it, read all the testimonials, the reviews, so you can get a really good feeling of what's included in the program. Read the FAQ, which is frequently asked questions before you sign up. And once you do sign up, I will send you my schedule and we will get on that free one-on-one breakthrough session together. All right, gentlemen, let's jump into the content. So this starts with, as I mentioned, a psychological experiment that I learned at UC Santa Cruz, University of California, Santa Cruz, when I was down there in 1993, four and five, or wait, two, wait. No, I graduated high school in 95. So I was there from 95 to 99. UC Santa Cruz, and I was a psychology major, which is working really well into what I do now. Love psychology, always have. And of course, I became a very skilled NLP coach as well as pickup artist. Now I'm doing what I do, and I absolutely love it, bro. Dream come true life, I'll tell you what. Always wanted this. But I will say this, boys, I failed for many years on my way to where I am now. Don't just think I woke up one morning and was a super successful dating coach. I tried time and time again to get this business off the ground, failed probably about 10 times. Have really lost my mind. I tore up my fucking office once because I was so pissed because this marketing campaign went down the drain. I fucking punched a fucking hole in the ceiling of my car. I was so pissed one day, almost broke my hand. So dude, like I've had a lot of failures on my way to the top. But as I always say, failures are rungs on the ladder of success. You have to go through them. It's all par for the course. But I digest what we're talking about today is why we need to scare women into attraction. So back in the 1980s, I believe, this psychologist and his team wanted to test out if the fear emotion could be misinterpreted as an attraction emotion. Okay, so here's what they did. They had a psychologist interview people who just crossed an extremely unstable bridge. Now, this girl was fairly pretty, but she stood at the end of the bridge and they went over the super unstable bridge and then she interviewed them. And then a few minutes later, they were interviewed again with more questions after the girl interviewed them to ask some questions. And one of the questions was, how attracted were you to the woman who did the first survey? Okay, so to reiterate, these guys cross this super unstable bridge. It's waving. It's really scary, right? Then when they get to the end of the bridge, there's this pretty hot girl standing there and she interviews them. What did you think of the bridge? How scared were you? Blah, blah, blah. Just bullshit questions. Then five minutes later, another person interviews them. Okay, what'd you think of the experiment? And, and were you attracted to that girl? And if so, what would you give her on a scale of one to 10? Okay, so that was the first part of the experiment. Then what they did is they went to a completely stable bridge. So basically just a freeway bridge, let's say, that's completely stable, not scary at all. You're 100% safe. Dudes would cross it. Girl would interview them. Then five minutes later, they'd be interviewed again by somebody else asking how attractive did you find that woman? Now, here's the interesting thing. When guys went across the super sketchy bridge, when they had a lot of fear inside them, they actually rated the woman up to 200% more attractive than when they went over the safe bridge. Okay, so when they went over the safe bridge, they often gave her a seven or an eight. When they went over the unstable bridge, they were giving her nines and tens. What happened here? Well, what happened is when they had the fear inside their heart, there's basically a chemical that's released in the brain. It's the same chemical that's responsible for feelings of attraction. 
So what happened is they actually misinterpreted the chemical as attraction for her and they applied it to her in their own mind because once again, the mind is super malleable. We don't always understand what we believe and we can't control it. It's subconscious. So they had all these fear emotions in them. Then suddenly this pretty cute girl interviews them. She's probably like a seven or an eight, but because the fear chemical is in them, they feel like she's a nine or a 10. It's almost like beer goggles. See how that works? But with the stable bridge, they didn't have that fear emotion. So they rated her naturally as a seven or an eight. So when I learned about this, I was like, yo, this can definitely be applied to women because if we're on a first date, for example, and let's just say, and I do this all the time, I kind of drift my car through an intersection, right? Hit the intersection, pull that e-brake, fucking get that bitch sideways, then blah, 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 go through the intersection sideways, just spraying fucking smoke out the back, just a legend, right? And she's like, oh my God, holding on to the fucking oh shit handle, which is that handle that's above the window. And then I come out of the drift and I'm like, yeah, dude, that was awesome. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. I've had girls fucking lose their mind when doing that, epic. So what happens? She misinterprets that feeling of fear for attraction for me. Okay, now this is the time of the podcast where I tell you guys, you don't want to scare her in a way where you're threatening her. I can't even believe I have to say this, but as a podcast host, as a coach, you kind of have to err on the side of stupidity with some people. I don't want you pulling a gun on her, wielding a knife, throwing her off a bridge, shooting her out of a cannon into a net. Okay, that's not where, well, actually the shooting out of cannon, that might be good, that might be good. But what I'm saying is don't threaten her, don't like scare her like wearing a Jason mask and a chainsaw like bing, 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 bing. Actually, that might work too, but don't do it, don't do it, boys, don't do it. What I'm talking about is maybe drive fast. Okay, be safe, boys, seatbelts, all that shit. I'm not responsible for anything crazy. Okay, you take responsible for your actions. But me, I can drift my car. That's super sick. You may want to take her like go-karting, take her on a like kind of steep mountain bike trail. I really suggest carnivals for you guys who are a little bit younger or you know what, even older dudes, you can take a girl to a carnival no matter what age you are, that's fun. Go on a scary ride, go on the Ferris wheel, maybe go to Disneyland, Magic Mountain, Knott's Berry Farm. Meh, it's a little bit more money than I'd like to spend, but you get what I'm saying here. You want to do something, preferably on the first date, where there's a moment where her adrenaline gets spiked, where she gets a little bit of fear in her heart. Again, guys, safety number one, don't be the captain of the USS douche canoe, okay? Let's keep it safe. Let's keep it sane. But you hear what I'm saying? Something that just kind of gets the adrenaline going, right? Maybe you take her on a ride on your motorcycle, which I do a lot of the times. Take her a ride in your kayak and surf some waves, which I used to do a lot when I lived in Newport Beach. You want to think of something that you can build into your first date plan that kind of gets the adrenaline pumping. Then what happens? She misinterprets that as attraction for you. You take that attraction with all the techniques that I teach and ameliorate it, which means make it grow and make it grow. This really, really works. I would do this literally every single time I had a date when I would drift my car through the intersection. I also really enjoyed teaching girls how to skateboard on one of those longboard skateboards. That was really good. Like I said, mountain biking, carnivals, take them rock climbing. There's all these different kinds of things to do. Now, one quick caveat with this. If you're gonna take a girl, let's say, for example, rock climbing or mountain biking, something very physical, you wanna ask her first, hey, would you be down to go rock climbing or would you really like to keep it simple and maybe go get some sushi? So while you may think that that's giving her the frame and letting her lead it, it's not. And I actually had this question recently in my coaching call. My client asked, 
if I give her two options and let her pick, am I still controlling the frame? And I said, yes, because you're ultimately leading her to where she wants to be led. So it could be like, hey, I have a couple ideas. So the first idea is we go mountain biking. I have an extra mountain bike. I got an extra helmet. It's a really beautiful trail. It's not that physically intensive. We can actually kind of shuttle it in a way. So it'll be a ton of fun. Or we could just go grab some tapas and, and some drinks and do it that way. What would you prefer? And she's like, oh, I'd love to go mountain biking. You're like, cool. Okay, here's how we're going to do it. You show up at this time, got the bike for you. I'll take care of everything else. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, me too. Boom, it's done. See how that works? So you're like letting her have her way, leading her to where she wants to be led. But like I keep saying, if you can build just a little bit of this, you don't need to fucking be taking her on the fucking formula drift circuit where you're doing tandems with dudes two inches from their door and laying a big ass Brody down the 100 yard line, like relax, bro. We just need a little bit of this, just sprinkle it in. And that's the cool thing about attraction is I give you guys tons of techniques, especially in my three month coaching program. All of them, you just have to sprinkle them in a couple at a time. And honestly, even if you just do a slight handful of all the myriad of techniques that I teach, compared to most other dudes, you're gonna look like a superhero. And that's why, and I've said this many times before, when I like get done with the date with the girl, she'd be like, that was the best date I've ever had. And I'd be like, obviously, bro. Like, is there a mustache in Mexico? Of course, this was the best date you ever had. I'd never say it, boys. I would just think that in my head. But this is part of the thing that you want to do. So once again, just to repeat, in case any of you guys didn't get it, fear chemicals in the brain are often misinterpreted as attraction. So on a first date, if you can kind of scare her in a very sane, safe, and respectful way, I can't believe I even have to say that, but I'll say it. If you can do that to her, she's going to misinterpret that as attraction for you. Attraction will build. You continue controlling the frame. You continue leading her. You continue to bring good conversation, qualify her, ask her questions about herself, tell her gambits, which is again what I teach in my three-month coaching program, as well as a little bit on this podcast, storytelling, all the shit that I've taught you guys and will continue teaching you guys it's over, bro. It's over. Like this is how you get laid on the first date. This is how you get laid like from club to home, right? Is like, is it really that hard to get a one night stand? Not really. When you have all these skills, when you got your confidence together, you have pre-selection. Dude, I swear to fucking God, guys, I was going to tell you this. I forgot about it. I was in the nightclub the other night with three of my hot friends. Okay. I'm talking to them. I'm talking to all these girls really having a good time. A girl literally comes up to me. I swear on my father's grave, this is a true fucking story. I chew gum, right? I'm chewing gum. I always chew cinnamon gum. I really like that cinnamon flavor. So she comes up to me and she's like, hey, can I have a piece of gum? And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. So I reach in my back pocket to get the gum and I swear to Christ, she says this, no, the one in your mouth. Okay, this is the level, boys, that you're gonna get to when you really start mastering the shit, especially when you have pre-selection, which if you don't know what that is, uh, search my podcast pre-selection. It's all one word, super important. But this girl literally says that to me and I laugh and I'm like, that was the best line I've ever heard. High five. And I was like, no, I can't do that. My girlfriend's right over there, but here's a piece of gum for you. And she's like, and she's like, I know I can't believe I said that my friends dared me. And I was like, dude, respect. That was super funny, super ballsy. And I'm sure most guys would probably do it because you're pretty cute. You're pretty cute. And I'll tell you what, Perhaps if I didn't have my girlfriend, we could have made that happen, but I really appreciate it. I'm flattered. And she's like, oh yeah, for sure. And then I talked to her, made her feel good. She went back to her friends. They were all laughing and looking at me and it was just awesome. It was just awesome. And when you get your inner game together, which of course I believe the best way to do that is through my three-month coaching program. But when you get that shit together and you have all these things in place, including what I taught you guys today, 
it's like fucking shooting ducks in a pond, boys. It's so easy. It's like going fishing in a freaking freshly stocked pond of largemouth bass, which have been starving for two weeks. And you drop a hula popper in there and you're like, and then boom, dude, you get the biggest bass in the goddamn pond, dude. That's how it is. It really is. Because dude, think about it. 99.99% of guys don't have that. Like one in maybe a hundred guys have that level of game. So when a girl sees that, she's just like, yo, can I have the piece of gum that's in your mouth? I just want to make out with you so bad. You're like, oh my hell, this chick has some balls. But like that's attraction. Attraction is not a choice. Girls will do some psychotic shit when they're attracted. And that's not even the psychoest thing that's ever happened to me. Not even fucking close, boys. I have a story coming. I'm going to do it probably in about 10 podcasts of stalkers and shit that's happened to me with chicks who are super in love. That's how powerful this is. And where does it start? In your own fucking head. The biggest battle you'll ever fight is the one between your two ears. And what I do specifically, my unique selling proposition is I use NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which are guided visualizations that put you in a mild state of hypnosis. They remove belief systems. They remove the severity of traumas. They remove archetypes, schemas, and meta programs. And we replace it with not only the belief systems of men who pull girls like me, but the belief systems you had when you were born before other people fucked you up. All right. So that's what I do, boys. Would love to meet you again. Like I said, I don't know who you are, but you know me and I want to know you. So you're really like, you're kind of hurt my feelings, bro, by not signing up. You're kind of leaving me hanging. I'm like, bro, reach out to me, man. You're like, nope. Fuck you, Mark Singh. Don't even want to meet you. Hurt so bad, bro. I'm getting a tear in my non-shooting eye. Hurt so pure. I'm going to be on the corner of my bed in the cannonball position crying like a schoolgirl for two weeks because you're rejecting me, son. Oh, it hurts so bad. So if you want to stop hurting me, put in your goddamn application and let's meet, brother. Really want to meet you guys. So that's it for me in this podcast, gentlemen. Really do appreciate you listening. Like I always say, I got tons of good shit coming. I have a whole list of these phenomenal types of attraction building techniques that I'm going to share with you guys. Masculine building techniques, telling you it's okay to masturbate like I did in my last podcast, which I got a lot of emails from, by the way. A lot of guys really appreciated that. And I knew they would because I talk to you boys every day and I know how much shame there is around sexuality as a man. So I'm here to help you out. I'm the big brother or best friend that perhaps you never had or kind of had, you know, in high school or when you were in college or the military, something like that. People always say that, like, he's like my best friend that I had in the military. And uh, I, I appreciate that so much, guys. That's the way I feel about you too. And I, like I said, I really want to meet you. So that's it for me. Please keep listening, boys. I really do appreciate you coming back. Like I said, I got tons of new shit coming. So tune back in, man. Tune back in. Lots of good stuff to come. And I will see you in the next episode.